Hi, and welcome to episode 26 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, also known as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Plurk, and today is April 7th, 2013. What a difference a week makes. Last week I was telling you about how it looked so wintry and there was snow and ice and everything. Well, this week, most of the snow is gone. They're just the sort of big snow drifts and the snow banks along the street are left. There are some uh, snowdrops and little purple snow crocus up in the yard. So a spring has finally come, it seems. Which And it's also a big difference. And last week I had hardly any knitting to show you. And this week I have much more. So let me jump in and show you what's been on my needles this week. I'm going to start out with a project that you have seen before a couple you know I've been working on it for a couple of weeks now and that is my Hanami shawl this is a stole a leash stole designed by Melanie Gibbons I am using uh, this yarn which is Surrey lace weight um, alpaca it is called Surrey elegance it's from the alpaca yarn company and the color is called rosebud and I did, I think I got considerable progress done um, since last week. It, I'll show you, it starts with this beaded cast on and then it goes through this kind of basket weave lace and then it worked, goes into these little cherry blossom kind of eyelets. And I was right about here last week and I did all of this. So the, the cherry blossoms multiply and they're so, you know, as if they were, you know, falling to the ground. And um, I, so I finished five of the, I, the cherry blossom charts. I have one more chart to go. And then there are 32 rows of sort of just a faggoted lace that's you know, knit you together yarn over, and then yarn over SSK, I think it is. So to make it very open at the bottom. And then there's a small ruffle at the very edge. So I did get considerable progress done on this. I'm using size three millimeter um, needles, which is a US like two and a half. And um, I'm using these um, ebony straights. So I'm loving um, this project. I love working with this yarn. It's, you know, it's alpaca, so it's soft, but it has a lot of, you know, has the loft on it, um, and it's, but it's also, you know, very drapey. I can tell that this, um, once it's blocked open, it's going to be very nice and drapey. Um, so I have that little bit left. My goal is to finish this up this week. So hopefully next week I will have a finished project. Then I also worked on um, my Blue One Bohus. And this is one of the reproduction kits from Sweden. The website is soulsilk.se and that's spelled S-O-L-S-I-L-K-E dot S-E. And that's the website of Solveig Gustafsson, who is the dyer. And I've been working on this for Along, I think I started the yoke last summer, but then it's been put down and, and picked up. But I decided I really want to get it finished before. 
Well, I know I want it done before knitting camp, which is at, in July. But so there's a lot of time, but I also want to have it done before summer because I know I won't want to have all this yarn. This is Angora Merino, and I, I'm thinking I probably won't want this sitting in my lap when it's summer. So I picked up the sleeve, and I've been working down the sleeve. I worked on this at my um, weekly knitting group on Wednesday night, and then also on um, a VKN on Friday night, which was so much fun to meet, you know, more knitters and um, uh, a couple podcasters. And I got to meet my swap partner for the Zombie Knitpocalypse, which was really fun. So I'm hoping to uh, join in with, and, you know, one of those again this week and, you know, maybe knit on this some more. But I would like to do some more steady progress on this so that um, it gets finished up. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the edges. And that's one of the reasons why I switched from working on the body to working on the sleeve. I mean, I wanted to get one sleeve done so there weren't sort of two at the end. But I also... I'm not sure what I'm going to do for the edges, so this will be a, an easier way to just experiment a little bit and see, make sure that I like what I'm, um, I've am i got going. I, I don't want to put just ribbing on, and I did kind of little baby cables on one, so I don't want to do that again. I'm thinking lace, so I'll probably do a little experimenting. I'm nearly down to where I would probably want to start it, so... Um, That'll be something else I want to um, maybe figure out this week. And then I started a new project. And if you remember last week, I showed you my half-finished uh, hitchhiker. Well, and I and I said, you don't be surprised if it's ripped out. Well, it got ripped out kind of when the podcast was processing and uploading. So it didn't really make it very Far. But I started um, a mitten, and this is um, one of my designs. It's called the Diamond Patch Mitten, and it is mitered squares. The yarn, I'll, I'll tell you about the yarn. Whoops. I think I remember what it is. It is from Miss Babs. It's her yummy base, and the uh, colorway is called Deep Sea Jellyfish. Oh, I forgot to tell you the needles I'm using for the bohos. Let me go back. Um, for the body of the bohus, I'm using size 1, which is 2.25 millimeter. And for the sleeve, I'm using uh, 2.5 millimeter, or U.S. size 1.5. In my small circumference, when I'm knitting in the round, it's just slightly tighter than when I knit in the round with a larger circumference. So for my sleeves, I always try to bump it up just a tiny bit. Um to um, make that gauge you know, work out. Um, so um, that's what I'm doing with this. This one I am using um, size one or 2.25 millimeter. And I did all of these on double points. And um, like I said, this is one of my designs. It was, I first knit these, I think in, two, um, in two th the year 2000. And then they were written up and um, sold into the next year in 2001. But they were 
um, sold in shops around the country. They were sold by Pattern Works, and they have not been around for, I, I kind of like sold off all the, the copies I had printed when I got ill. And um, so this was one of my goals for this year was to get them reformatted in a better um, format so that they can sell, um, you know, do PDF downloads, but um, also get them back into shops if, um, so I, I knew I wanted, there's so much more you can do now than you could back then, um, self-publishing. So I wanted to take, um, you know, kind of pictures of the process and things. So I did that with this one. So um, now what I have to do is um, I'm, you know, knitting, I'm going to knit in the round and do a ribbing for the cuff. So it's not quite done, but I started these Friday and knit on them. So um, they are the ultimate potato chip knitting. <laughs> Where just just come aware and just you know a little bit, and I um, I've knit a lot of these, so I can practically knit them in my sleep. I went right back to you know um, kind of um, you know knitting away on them. So. Um, Anyway, that was my, my third work in progress. I don't have any anything finished. In spinning, I do have a little more spinning. And I, I it's the same um, what I was working on last week. It's this merino silk from Opulent Fibers. It's 70% superfine merino, which is 19 microns and then 30% Tessa Silk, which is 20 microns, and the color is called Cyclamen. And it's really nicely prepared. It's, it's just a very enjoyable um, fiber to spin. And I'm spinning this on my Ashford Joy Wheel on the 8 to 1 ratio, and the wraps per inch is 50. And um, I get this much more done on uh, my bobbin, so um, it's try to I don't know if you'll be able to see it doesn't um, focus very well but um, so I'm getting there I'm hopefully gonna be able to fit the whole thing yeah, Ashford bobbins are not the biggest but hopefully I'll be able to fit the whole thing on there and then I'll just apply from a center pole wall but um, that's what I've been spinning in Imagining, um, I don't have any like actual thing. I just have sort of yarn that I'm not sure I want to make. But I'm thinking about Marilyn Sheep and Wool in a month and took two things down that I thought I should have knit with this. Um, this one actually predates the last time I was at Maryland Sheep and Wool was seven years ago. And this one predates that. I know I know I bought it at Stitches East, and it was when Stitches East was when in Atlantic City. So that's a long time ago. <laughs> but this is Hunt Valley Cashmere. It's their lace weight um, cashmere. It's super, super soft. And why I thought I might want to knit with this, other than that, it's like wonderful is that I know um, 
they vend at Maryland. So if I, I could get more, I, I know I didn't get more the last time because I hadn't knit with this yet. And I had, it's 600 yards. So I'm not, and I, so I would want to do a lace shawl. I'm not sure which one I want to use most of it. And, um, I, you know, I never, I was, it was sort of one of those yarns that I kind of saved and I'm really over that. I, I want to, I want to knit with it. I don't want to leave it for someone else to knit with. So I'm. I want to knit with um, this. It's so soft. It's very pettable. But I'm not sure exactly what I have to like look in and decide about that. And the other yarn is something that I bought at Maryland the last time, and it has never been. I've never. I've never even swatched with it. But it is, it's so pretty. I love the color. It's from Brooks Farm. It's their um, Primero. It's a discontinued yarn now. It's 100% kid mohair. And this is 1,000 yards. I'm not really sure why I bought 1,000 yards of this. It's a DK weight. And its I just love the color. It's so pretty. It's, it's not, it's kind of... It's kind of apricot, cantaloupe colored. Um, it's very soft. You know, it's mohair. It's very soft, but I don't know. It's got a lot of loft, and I don't know if you'll be able to see if I'm pulling this off. It sheds. I have a friend who bought some of this and made a sweater out of it, and she, you know, said how um, her co-workers in her office, you know, astronaut not don't wear that sweater anymore because she left a trail of blue everywhere. So I'm not sure what I would want to knit with this. I think what I'm going to maybe do this week is just open one of the skeins up and just swatch a little bit with it. Um, but I, I know I can't knit with both of them, you know, but I want to do at least you know, one of them. I'm not sure if I will use the whole thing. Maybe I'll just make a shawl out of this and then de-stash the rest or something. I'm not sure. We'll see. After I swatch with this, I think I will know more. This will be easier to, like, figure out, a, you know, a lacy shawl to, to knit with. Um, but anyway, they're both, both have been sort of what I've been thinking about knitting next. Okay, for show and tell, I don't really have... A lot. Um, I do have something that I got in the mail, and this has to do with the um, Cancerversary celebration that we're going to have um, the weekend of May 4th and 5th. Um, that is my two-year anniversary of my surgery and being two years cancer-free. So I wanted to have a big celebration and I've gotten um, a couple things. Well, one of these things, what I'm I'm looking down at because I'm putting this on a needle. Um, this came in the mail. This was donated by Diana, who is cast on 41. She, um, I know she has um, donated stitch markers to other podcasts, um, but because I know, because I heard her her Ravelry name, and I knew that name because she used to live here, and she used to be in my knitting group. So she sent me these stitch markers that she made. They're these very sparkly blue. They're just beautiful. 
and they're um, this is a size three needle that they're on so I think they would probably go up to at least a size six I'll check that out and when I next week but they're very sparkly and very pretty so thank you very much Diana so these will be one of the prizes um, for the drawing I'm gonna have a, a drawing in the Ravelry group which is friends of Heartland Knits and I will um, and have a, a thread that uh, people can post I'll ask something and people can post their answers and then I'll use the random number generator to um, choose winners so that is going to be one thing and then I also have um, this bag which is from um, Piddaloop which is one of their large box bags and it's this brown and white it's got these great big like um, like rose like print on it and this is their large um, um, box bag size it's got a it's the lining is this kind of brown with little circles and then it's got a, a pocket I can see if I can there let's see if you can see there's a, a pocket in there and then it also comes with the little matching um, accessory um, case so that's fun and that's got the brown inside too so that's going to be and this is one of their large um, box bags which are really really nice I've never I don't I don't even have one of these but um, so there's that and then there's a couple things um, I know a couple people contacted me that I haven't gotten to get back to yet but one I'm, but one prize that I know for sure it's coming, it just isn't here yet, is um, uh, Haya Haya is sending an interchangeable set to give away to the viewers. So I'm not sure which one it's going to be, but I will, I'm sure I'll have it next week. So, um, so that'll be cool. So there's at least these three prizes, and I know there's more that people contacted me. So... Um, I want it to be a great big celebration and celebrate with, have all of you in with the celebration too, because um, I'm going to Maryland Sheep and Wool <laughs> for, for my little celebration. So um, that podcast, the drawings will be that Sunday is the 5th. That'll be the day I'm, I'm returning home. So I might not record till Monday morning. Um, with the drawings, but a lot of times podcasts don't make it up till Monday anyway. Um, so the other kind of schedule of events that I will be um, doing the rest of the year is Maryland is, you know, the first weekend in May. And then at the end of June is the Zombie Knitpocalypse, which is a retreat um, being put on by the Stockinet Zombie podcast and over in Rochester, Minnesota. So I'm going to be going there. I'm looking forward to it. Um, a lot of the, the people in the VKN that I was in on last Friday night are going. So it'll be so fun to meet all of them in person. And a lot of the people on, on Plurk that I'm friends with on Plurk are, are going. So it'll be, I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, lots of new people. And then my, in July is Meg Swanson's Knitting Camp. And I've been going there for years. There are four sessions of her camp, um, in July, I go to Camp Three, which is sometimes called Off Timers. It's the last um, one in um, 
in July. So I get to see all my old friends. Um, oh, not old, not old. My, my friends I see every year. <laughs> and then um, the next month in August is Stitches Midwest, um, which I'm not sure I'd be going there like for days. I might stay overnight. I'm not really sure. I might. I just might go down for the market um, and drive back. It's about a three-hour drive, so um, it's you know it's a long day when you go down and back in the same day. But um, we'll see. Um, so that's in August, and then the first weekend in September is Wisconsin Sheep and Wool, which is down in Jefferson, Wisconsin, which sort of um, near Madison, south of Madison. And um, I usually go down there for just um, like a day of shopping. Um, it's a nice, you know, smaller size sheep and wool. There's also in there in August is Michigan Fiber Festival, which I'm not, at this point, I'm not planning on going to, but it's been, I have gone in, um, like, I think it's been three or four years since I've been. And it's a nice um, fiber festival, so I'm not sure... It would be fun to go. We'll see. I'm, I'm not. I. It's the week after Stitches Midwest, um, so I'm not really sure that I'll feel like I really want to drive all that way again. And then, um, so Wisconsin Sheep and Wool in September, and then in October is Rhinebeck. I don't have definite plans to go to Rhinebeck yet, but. I think it would be really fun, but it's six months away, so it it feels like a long way out. I know they have to make um, reservations and things really early, but um, it it feels like a long way um, out there. But it would be fun. I've never been to Rhinebeck, so I think it would be um, like really really fun to go. So anyway, that's sort of my schedule of events for the rest of the year. Kind of something every month, which it'll be. You know, it's fun to. Have, you know something on, on the horizon you finish one there's something you know coming out next and and I know in May after Maryland um, it'll I'll be sort of consumed with the garden and getting garden in and stuff so I'm one I'm, I'm not sure I think I'll have to like do updates garden updates on the podcast so because there might not be as much knitting I won't have as much time to like knit as I did um, you know, during the winter, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, the um, podcast can be found on iTunes, also on Blip TV, and it's also embedded on the blog, which is heartlandknits.blogspot.com. And then we have that Ravelry group, which is Friends of Heartland Knits. So come on over and join, and then you'll be all set to um, enter into this big... Um, celebration giveaway in next month but thanks so much for watching you know new viewers and old viewers uh, you know I'm really glad that you're here and um, until I see you next week from my heart to yours happy knitting <music>